everybody, you're tuning into Giving It How We Get It, the podcast. It's your girl, Danny, aka Miss Danny215 on the gram. My beautiful co host, right here. Go ahead, and introduce yourself to people. Go thank ahead. you. Why, thank <laughs> you. This is your girl, Lizzy, aka Leah Rochelle. And, you know, today we wanted to talk a little bit about being a mom in 2020. Um, you're right. Woo. So, you know, in case you didn't know, both of us are parents. Lizzy has. Two young children. Two little babies. Two little babies. Yes. And myself, I have one almost grown person. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, he's 17. So we just want to talk a little bit about being a mom in 2020 and how it is with the little ones versus the big ones. Lord, Lord, Lord. Let's talk about it. So let me just ask you. Um, you're a new mom. I would say within the last, what, how old is your oldest? My son is only two. So, okay. And my so daughter is 10 years. months. You became a mom since, ooh, child, okay, after 30. Ooh, good. Girl, I only want, ooh, ooh. I was, the flashback. I, I was out here young, the flash- again. <laughs> my baby. Yeah, but um, you was one and done. Hold up. One you, and done. You was like, that's it? I'm that's good? It. I'm look, good? Look, look, look. You see my face. Right? That, that was good. I'm, I'm, I'm good. You good? I'm good. But you, my dear, you had two in two years. So let's talk about it. Let's talk about How it. How is mom shit treating you, especially in 2020 when you're in the house with your kids? All Listen, day, and day. then you on top of that, child. on top of that, I work from home. You ain't to get the opportunity so, to get school yet. <laughs> no. So when people ask me, they be like, "How you doing with the virtual learning?" I'd be like, "You know, my kids, no. my kids young. I'm not, I'm not at that point, which I'm happy for." But you're not even at daycare. Either. But I'm not, not at daycare either. But how's the treatment? It's rough. It's rough I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. It's people. It's rough, especially when you're working from home. Now, it had, working from home has its perks though, because I am there to be more like hands on with the kids, but. It's hard to be hands on with the kids when you're still trying to work too. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So it's um, it's a, a struggle. I get it. I mean, I'm not working from home, but I do have a 17 year old. Um, weirdly and oddly enough, since the virtual learning started, he's actually been doing better in school. Which really, yeah, and that's surprising to me. But this mom shit in 2020 with everything that's been going real shut down, it's it's, it's hard because you can't it's even hard. get out like you want. I mean, I'm like, I'm gonna tell him like, go somewhere. He ain't been at his dad's house and I don't know how long. Like, <laughs> can you go somewhere? Like, leave us alone. He eating up everything in the house. He wanna yes. play the game all day. Yes. He wanna be on the phone. He want his girlfriend to come over. It's just yeah, yeah it's this mm. mom shit in 2020 is like. It's, it's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot because I know for me, I feel like I never get the opportunity to get out the house because right. I work at home. Right. So it's like my job is at home. Right. I'm always at home. You got kids at home. I got my kids at home. So then when the weekend come and somebody in my family say they you can watch the kids, I'll be like, hold up. <laughs> I'll be trying to run, race out the door. I'll be like, all right, say the more. Here I come. Like the stork that ain't right. Drop them off like the stork with the baby. Yo, Yo that's crazy. I'm <laughs> I was, I was going to just ask you, like, how do you, okay, so I have an older child, so mm-hmm. I know how I deal with my teenager and all this shit. Girl, that's um, what I'm, I'm scared. How is, how is it with the little ones? Because I had my son when I was young, so it was a little different for me raising him. How do you feel like it is raising mm-hmm. little kids over, you know, you over 30, working from home, like, right. how's that experience been? I would say... I'm in a way I'm glad I did wait this late mm-hmm. because I feel like now I do have a little bit more patience okay. when it comes to, to small kids. 
Um, and I'm a little bit more stable now. Okay. You know what I mean? As opposed to like, yeah, like as opposed to like, if I would have done it younger, I know me at like 20, I was like, I ain't have a clue. You know what I mean? Like I was going to school and stuff like that, but I really didn't know what I really, really wanted to do. And I was just living. I was going out, hanging out with my friends. So I feel like for me, it would have been like a a shock to me. Like, oh my God, how, like, I don't know what I'm doing. So, but at the same time though, when we first bought the baby home, I want to know if you ever, if you felt this being young, young, having a child, I was like, all right, they just sending me home with this baby. What do I do? (laughs) Like when I'm like, what? Like, cause you know, in the hospital, you get a lot of assistance. Yeah. So I'm bringing this baby home and I'm like, how I do this? Like what? I would say for me, it was a gift and a curse. Okay. And the reason I say that because at being, I was, I was 16 when I got pregnant. I was 17 when I had my son. Being 17, coming home with a baby. I would say the gift was that because I was young, everybody in my family wanted to help. Right. The curse was that everybody in my family wanted to help. And sometimes I had to remind them that this is my baby. Oh yeah. So while it was, I was thankful for having the assistance that I had, and like my, you know, my son did. His family was awesome. When I say his grandma, everybody in his family was awesome. That's good. My dad was helping my mom, um, my my grandparents, like everybody was helping out. Um, so it was, I was blessed. Like I had a little job. My boss at my old job had bought like my whole crib set. Oh, like it was, it was. So your experience was was very supportive. Yeah, but. I had to remind people that he was my child. So decisions I wanted to make for my child, I kind yeah. of got like, you know, like. You got like, a lot of people having say so. They want to have something to say because I'm 17. What do I know? But it's like. But this, this is my child. So. But you know what's funny about that? I get that too. Really? And and it, and it makes okay. me feel some type of way because I'll be like, you know, I'm over 30, right? Like when people make a comment like, oh, well, you know, no, you I'm should okay, do it. Right? Like, yeah. They're like, well, you should do it this way. And I'll be like, I'm not 15. Right. Like, um, so I don't know if that's something that comes with it when people already have the experience of having children, especially like older people in your family. Or they want to, they, they want to be helpful, but they don't realize that them trying to be helpful is them being a little controlling. Yeah, so, that's exactly what it like is. My son's her mom is helpful as she was, and she, you know, she's passed on, you know, but when I say she was a blessing to me, she was a blessing to me, and that wasn't even my blood, but it's, it got to the point where, as my son started to get older, I was making decisions for him, and she, if it wasn't something that she agreed with, mm. she would try to, like, kind of control the situation or take over. Right. And like, check her, but not check her, and let her know, like, I love you, Jeff, and I would never disrespect you, but this is still my job. Right. And I appreciate everything right. you've done for me and everything you, you, you do for us, but this is still my child. And she understood where I was coming from, and she actually respected me more mm-hmm. for putting my foot down, kind of, because I yeah. was like 21, 22. At the time, I had just, you know, I was... I was well, at least you were mature enough to do that, though, because I feel like a lot of people that's 17 having that's a baby scary. be like, go ahead, um, go ahead stay with <laughs> grandma and them, and oh, I'm going to go do my thing. Honey, I was doing my thing, and I had a, and I had a babysitter, okay? <laughs> but, you know, when it came to other things that had to do with him, like right. how I wanted to raise him... You it, made sure you I, stepped in. I put my foot down and said, like, I'm going to raise him how I want to raise him. Right. So, okay, you... Now, now I yeah. haven't run into that exact okay. conflict yet. Like, oh, you should do it this way. But it seems like when I first bought the kids home, like being young, especially KJ, since he was the first one, it was a lot of, oh, well, back in the day, we used to do it this mm-hmm. way. And I'm mm-hmm. like, we don't. I don't do that. Don't do that anymore. Yeah, like was, somebody was, said to me. Said this is now. <laughs> yeah, like this is, I don't know if you heard of this, but I thought this was crazy. Somebody said to me, oh, to get the baby thrush out, they used to use the baby pamper, the yeah, pissy pamper. Yeah, yeah. And I just was like, yeah, I'm not. I'm not, I'm not I don't want to do that. Like, you can't make me do that. I'm not doing that. 
and then I did kind of have to have a small snap out moment because my son, grandma, maybe I shouldn't say it, but she gave him some water mm -hmm. at like three months. Right. And I was like, no. Yeah, like they can't handle it. She's like, well, back in the day, we boiled the water on the stove and we gave it to him. And I'm like, no, I don't want And granted, some, some of the stuff that y'all did back in the day probably great because look, we, we all fine. Right. But, but they have science and technology now. Right. It's, it's the no for me, Exactly. And I was about to say, since times and things have changed, I feel like now they know, well, maybe we shouldn't have been giving them water. Right. You know what I mean? Like, that led to other issues. Right. Because I actually heard they said it was a case where somebody gave a baby water and the baby drowned. Like drowned enough with them giving the baby water too the, young. Think about how they, how fast are they trying to drink it. Stuff yes, they can't. They can't handle that. So you know, it's stuff that we know now that we didn't know back then. And mm -hmm. it's not to say like that y'all so wrong for it, but we didn't know back then. So I got a lot of that, like the old school techniques, like oh, you gotta do it this way, you gotta do it that way. And then this is the thing that bothered me because they was quick to say you shouldn't be listening to them white people. Them white people telling you this. If if a nurse or a medical professional is telling me something, it don't got nothing to do with their color. Yeah, they went to school. They know they know what they're talking about. Don't be like, don't be listening to them. Right? I'm just like, so I didn't get to that point yet because they're still young. But I know uh, that you have. I'm gonna get hurt. So of course I had my son at 17. His dad was my boyfriend. We was together for a long time. Okay. Um, we didn't live in the same household up until well, we 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 didn't live in the same household. Then I moved in with him when I was. My son was probably like five. Okay. So we for a long time we didn't live in the same household, so it was two separate households, two different ways of parenting. How do you feel things are with you and your dude? Y'all in the same house with the kids. Mm -hmm. Do you see a difference in the way y'all parent? Like how yes. you parent? Yes. Okay. It definitely is a little bit of a challenge because I think we have two different parenting styles. Okay. And I think that I'm a little bit more they kids, let them do their thing. And he's more like, no, they're messing up. You got to clean up. And I'm like, clean up after they're done, right. after all of this is over. Like, you don't have to be. So I feel like I'm a little bit more lax and he's a little bit more like stern and mm -hmm. aggressive. Now, I don't have a problem with that, especially mm -hmm. when it comes to like the discipline of the children, because I noticed that KJ will listen to him before me. And I'll be like, I'm not no little, I'm not a punk I mom. Yeah, like I'm not the mom that's like, oh, so don't do that. So yeah. I ain't no punk, <laughs> like, don't do me like that. But like, <laughs> right? But Kevin will be like KJ, and he'll be like, uh, and then he'll automatically stop. And I'll be like KJ, don't. No. He'll be like, <laughs> and I'm just like, damn. So I'm a joke. So yes. So it is a. It's now have of course the two parent household is definitely a perk, but one of the things that to me sometimes that is a downside is, um getting a break okay because since it's both of us in the house together we both, got the we both got the kids so we're never getting a break whereas though if i was if me and him weren't together he going to the kids going to his house or they with me right. this week you know what i mean so that's the only like thing about it and i'm not gonna lie sometimes i envy the people that be like oh my kids going with their dad this week and i'll be like kevin going to work yeah i'll be like he got work this weekend and plus He'll be like, if I'm like, yeah, I'm going here doing this. He's like, um, well, what about me? I'm just going to be in the house with the kids. Right. So that's the only like downside about you know what's crazy? You know what's being in the house with somebody. Because my best friend, she's married and she's been with her husband since they was in high school. And mm -hmm. she she gets to the point, she got they got three kids together. Okay. And she's forever trying to find a babysitter. Yes, it's hard. They, her kids are much you know, a little older now, but she didn't. I won't say she burnt out her babysitters, but she burnt out her babysitters because it's like when he don't want to stay in the house because she like if she find a babysitter, 
like he he don't want to stay in the house with kids, so it's yeah, yep. So I know and, exactly. And, and the opposite, and it's like you know, it's like right, I'm not, I can't leave or leave him in the house with kids. He don't want to want me want to leave or leave me in the house with kids. So right. Like, so it's like, like you like, you don't really get that. I'm like, girl, I ain't watching no kids, honey. I did my I did my little guy. Yo, I, I ain't watching no. You sound like my grandma. Or she my grandma don't watch no kids, like, yo. Oh, she got desperate with it. Yo, yo, yeah, she got desperate. It's funny because <laughs> me, him, and my son, and we not together. You know, it was for me getting a babysitter. His grandma, like when I tell you my son, so it's my son's great grandma because it's my son's father's grandma. She mm-hmm. passed away a couple years ago, but prior, but she didn't pass away until my son was like twelve. So okay, so a baby till twelve years old. Oh, you had a good twelve girl. years. She was like, "Oh, go ahead and work extra hours at your job. Go ahead and if you want to go out on my twenty first birthday, I'll keep them." You had it like that. I had it like that. Oh, you was living. I was, girl, I told you I was living. Yeah, a lot of people really can't say that they had that experience at seventeen. So for me, it was, or it would be like, "All right, I got him, you know, this weekend." Or I would have to tell his dad too because I'm like, "All right, I found the babysitter." And granted, it's somebody in your family, but that was for me. So I don't got nothing to do with what, like, right. so when he asked that same person to babysit, they're like, oh, I just watched them for, for Danny. Okay, well, I ain't got nothing Yeah, to do. yeah. So they at me because I used the babysitter. Listen, I'm cool with the Right, baby. right. Like, I called first, you should have got him before me. <laughs> you should have got him. Then was your weekend. Now you got people. Cause... So let me ask you a question, okay. though. Do you feel like it's, all right, it is different having a child at 17 as opposed to having a child mm-hmm. at 30. If you could do it all over again. Would you change that or would you keep that same experience? Um, or would you have waited? I probably, I don't know, because I feel like me and my son basically grew up together. Yeah, yeah. So like when I, when he get on, he get, yeah, he get. <laughs> but he's like my right hand. Like, I was yeah. do everything with him by my side. Right, Holding right. Him, him up on my hip, trucking him along. I will say that I, I always talk about now. If I have a child, which I'm probably not, but if I was to have a child now, mm-hmm. like I know what I would do differently because you know, mm. I'm more stable. At 17, 17 to 34, I was different jobs. Right, different right. Weekends, he was all over the place. Hustling, 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 trying to right. work hard, make money. Whereas now, I'm I'm settled in my career. I'm a little bit more stable. Um, I'm in a relationship that's a little bit more stable. So for me, I think that I won't say I would do it all over again, but I would say. You, you would know I, what you're doing I now. would know what I'm doing, and I would know what I would do different. Because my son, I love him to death, but he's wearing the title as little motherfucker. Because he was the only child for so long. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. the world revolves around him. And I always like, damn, that's a good. Yo, <laughs> but, that's funny. <laughs> but I would say, like, you know, I I feel like I know what I would do different with him. I won't say I did anything wrong with him because who he is is who he is. And he got a little bit of Right. Because I don't think there's no no wrong way to parent. I feel like right. every, you do what, what you you do like, what you know and you do what you, you think is best. Out, you yeah. Like, like, yeah. You know. Oh, that's cool, that, though. I think that I would, I, I probably would keep it the same, but if I had another child, I know what I would do differently. Okay. So let me ask you a question. That's a good, that's a good take on it. I know how I was at 17 and 18 and 24 and 30 with my son. Mm-hmm. Um, and I beat his ass. How do you feel about parenting and disciplining your children? Especially like, because you got a man in the house. So, right. do you discipline to beat or not to beat? Like, do you beat your kids? Would, or, well, they're still young, so would you beat your kids? Would you pop them? Like, because I know what I did, and I right. can't say whether it was right or wrong, because he is who he is, and I can't say me popping them or me spanking them helped, or me popping them or me spanking him didn't help. Didn't help, yeah. So what, what do you think you would do? 
Now, I will be honest to say one time I popped KJ hand and I almost cried after I did it. So I was like, oh, yeah, no, I don't think I'm going to be able to do this. Now, Kevin is a little bit different, though. He don't, like, abuse him, but, like, he would be more likely to, like, tap him or something or pop his hand or something and say no. But what he's found that he don't even have to do that, because, like I said, if he just be like, KJ, no, with the bass, KJ automatically be like, all right, I'm chilling. I'm stopping. Right. So for me, I think that for a lot of people who do do, and, and I'm not, you know, judging, a lot of people who have done like the, the excessive beating and stuff like that, it comes from a lot of frustration. Cause I know I've known a lot of people who like, if they did have their kids young and stuff like that, and they don't really have the support and all of that, it becomes like a frustrating thing. You always got this baby. You want to live your life. You want to do this. You want to do that. You sometimes may take that aggression out on the kids. Now I'm not against beating, but I feel like it should be done in a certain way. Okay. I don't think that it should be um, excessive. I don't think that you should be hitting nobody in the face, uh, leaving marks on nobody. You know what I mean? Stuff like that. I feel like, you know, let's say if the kids touching something and you, you know, tap their hand or so if they, they do. Yeah, so they know not to do that again. Or like if they cursing and you, hit, uh-uh, I'm going to hit your mouth or something like that. Or you so can. kids mimic what they see. So if they curse and they hurt. They, they hurt, hurt it from you. Exactly. So that's when you got to check yourself. Exactly. And it's funny that you say that because I remember when KJ was one, I felt like he was like, she. <laughs> but it was because he was hearing that right. so much from like, at the time my mom was helping watch him. And then when we started noticing that, we like, yo, you can't like. And so now he doesn't say it. You know what I mean? So it's like we caught it early. But like you said, I can't get mad at him for cursing right. because if I'm saying it around him, he only going to mimic, you know, what he hear at the end of the day. Right. So I don't know. I don't sound crazy, but I don't think I'm going to be putting my hands on them. For me, it was okay. So I will say in the beginning for me. I popped them because that's what I knew. Like, right, that's I what you knew. Popped and beat as a kid. Right, and that's what I knew. As I got older, I realized that that don't always work. Because right, it's other ways you do things. For, for ten minutes, he gonna act like he dying, and then I killed him, and then he gonna do the same. <laughs> and he still will get right back so to now it. Now I need you where it hurts. So now I gotta take shit away from you that you want. Yeah. Your phone that you want all the time. Your game that you want to be up till six o'clock in the morning. Right, right. Now I'm gonna take this stuff away from you, and I'm gonna hold it. It was one year I bought him a PlayStation. This was a few years ago. And I bought him a PlayStation 4. I think this one PlayStation 4 just came out. Sidebar, you get him, get him the new one? Or right, go ahead. Girl, you tried it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I bought him a PlayStation 4. Okay. And I bought him one for Christmas. And he acted up in school day. That first semester, he got bad grades. Um, side note, I kind of blame myself because I was working two jobs. And I couldn't give him the direct attention that he needed. Okay. Um, so I kind of blame myself for that. Right. But he acted up in school. He wasn't getting good grades. So that year when I went to PlayStation 4, I let him unwrap his gift. He sold him to PlayStation 4. He was so excited. And then I took it from him. Right. He didn't get that PlayStation until the following Christmas. It was, yeah, I picked it up, put it in my car. It was instead of my car for a year. Wow. And that killed him. So when I finally gave it to him, I was like, I, was, I told him, I was like, you know, I still got that PlayStation. If you want that PlayStation, school started, get some, your grades better be good. He wanted that PlayStation. So I realized that beating is not always it's not always that it's not effective. always the right answer. It's yeah. not always effective, it's not always the right answer because once you beat them and they're not sore no more because the ass don't hurt no more, they're gonna do the same shit over and right, over. Right, right, right. So you gotta teach them why what they doing is wrong or whatever. Yeah. Or take something away from them and, and take it away for as long as they act up, this is how long I'm taking it. Yeah, that's a good tactic. So and, and for him, I won't say it worked every single time, but it did work a lot of times. 
Right, and, for the most part, it works. But he would do shit like, I mean, my son is older, so he know, like, all right, let me be. He know like, what to do. Girl, let me do what she say right now, and then. You know, I'm going to get right back to I'm it. I'm going to get right back to my shit. But I will say, honestly, like, and I, I credit this to um, my fiance, because I will say in the in the, the time that my fiance has been in his life, his behavior, his actions, how he views things, how he look at life has been a lot better. And That's what's up. more accountability and responsibility for himself. Whereas he is not, another person, a and, second and person to step in. Remember, he has, he is not that he don't have a dad. He has a dad. He has his dad's family. But his dad, he's older now. So it's like, all right, you want to get down? He, he's at the age now, or he was at the age where I was like, you want to get that house? He's like, my mom stay home. Okay, I'm not going to make him go. Right, right. So it got, to, it got it started getting to the point where now I'm staying home, I'm staying home, I'm staying home, and I'm always home. So he that that father figure or that male perspective that he had had with his dad before, he don't really have as much. He got with his grandfather, but his grandfather was one of those people that, like, you know, he kind of just, that's my grandson. That's my first grandson. Right, I'm right, right. I'm going to get on him, but then I'm going to still let him do whatever. Yeah. That's how grandparents are with the exactly. grandkids anyway. You know, my fiance is in his life. Like, he really does try to take accountability and be more responsible for who he is as a person. And I think that it's so important to have a two-parent household when you Definitely. are raising kids because I'm, I I can't be everything. I can't be the disciplinary. Right, the mentor, right. It's a lot. The, the, the um, motivator, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. the confidant, the counsel. I can't be all those things. And that's where the frustrations exactly. comes in, like we said, and it leads to now I'm whooping somebody's ass or crazy now because I'm, I'm frustrated. Right. Yeah. Um, do you see a difference in how you parent your kids versus like um like how maybe how you were raised or how your your, your boyfriend was raised or how he might, you know, take care of your um, kids? I think the reason why we do have two different parenting styles is because we grew up differently. Because to be honest, I didn't really get beatings like that. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't really get, I know, like, the stories they told me, like, oh, you might have cursed or something when we tapped your mouth or something like that. But as I got older, I never got a beat. You wasn't one of them kids that got in trouble. Yeah, I wasn't really, yeah, I was about to say that. So for me, I think that's why I'm more, like, probably lax. Because that's how I was brought up. But he was brought up in a more, like, stricter household where... His mom would be like, y'all got chores, y'all got to do this, y'all got to do that, y'all got to do that. And I wasn't really brought up that way. I don't know if, you know, for whatever reason, my grandmom or my mom or whoever that raised me didn't, you know, grow up that way themselves. So that's where that came from. But I think that 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 has a lot to do with it. I also think that, like, being raised by your grandparents and being raised by, like, your mom or if your mom or dad was young when they had you mm-hmm. and being raised by your grandparents is you, your, your, your outlook and your view on that's true I have to agree with that I'm gonna have to agree with that I would even say like talking to my fiance like when when we talk about like how she was raised and she was raised by her grandma it's like <laughs> it's like you know she talked about the things that she did with her grandma and it's like damn that's crazy because my mom I felt like my mom was my best stricter I, I, I had to grow up and stop with my mom but I wasn't going down to the gas company, you know what I'm saying? You know, take yeah. you know, get put giving my grandma medicine or going to I, I wasn't I wasn't you didn't have to do those things. things. Right. So I do see the difference like when you're raised by your grandparent or when you're raised by like your immediate family or your your, your parents and your biological parents and they, they were also young also. You know yeah, yeah, that's true. That, that definitely okay. yeah, I think that definitely plays a big role. Like you're basically like I don't know if we may have said this before. Like basically, your upbringing, I think, kind of determines like 
you know, how you operate now, mm -hmm. especially when it comes to your children. Or there's some people who do the opposite. Like there's some people who were abused as a kid, yeah. which puts them in a position where they like, I'm never right. touching my kids right. in no type of way. I just don't, you know, I'm, I'm totally I'm hands off. Yeah, because of what they, they've been through. And then there's the people that they've been through that. And they're like, I am going to beat my kids because, and they're not realizing you're doing it because that's what you that's right. what happened to you. Right. You know what's crazy? Me and my auntie was talking like earlier today about a friend that who didn't grow up with a dad and like hmm. you know he had a daughter and he's like I'm going to take care of my daughter because mm -hmm. I'm going to step up in, in my daughter life because I didn't have a dad and there's so many. That's why I don't understand about like a lot of men who grew up without fathers. You know what the you know what like. that feels like. You know why like would you do that? Father. How dare you? How dare you? You know what the product is because it's you. It's like, you. And to me, like you just said, you should have a fear then of even getting somebody pregnant if you know you on, you ain't even now. feeling come that. On. Like you don't even want you don't even want to take care of no kids. So right. why why you keep doing it? Like, and it's you know and you and like. then they've been doing it multiple times. Like you'll hear of men who have multiple children, probably with multiple and women, don't and kids. don't take care of none of the kids. And it's like, sir, well, why are you even still having sex? But like, then, but then, but then you were somebody who was your father that took care of you or your mom. A lot of uh, that I, don't mean repeat the same mistake. Babies grew up having to take care of themselves because their parents. Drugs, yeah, because we come from that era. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Our, our black men was being locked up. Our moms, right? The eighty six of hard hit. They was, they was on drugs. They was, it was right, AIDS, it was right. So a lot of the eighties babies. So you would think the eighties babies, like you said, would be the ones that's like, yo, I'm taking care of my kids. I've been through too much. My, this person that I brought into the world don't end up the same way I did. Right, like I didn't and have now, anybody to teach me, so I need to like do the same thing. Okay, so with that being said, like, do you think that like therapy and like mental health in the black community is like, how do you feel about that? Do you feel like you talk about it enough? Do you feel like no, definitely not? And what about like introducing kids? Because okay, now we're parents. Now we're talking about mom in twenty twenty. Yeah. Do you think that we should introduce therapy and mental health to our children? Actually, yes. Okay. When they when they're old enough to understand, it's like for example, your son is seventeen. Mm -hmm. I feel like it would be the perfect time right now to introduce to him. How are you feeling about this? Mm -hmm. This is the stuff that's mm -hmm. going on in the world. You're a young black man. You mm -hmm. seeing this happen? That happen? How does that make you feel? And then, like you said, being able to introduce those things to him, like you know that there's there's people that you can talk to, or even you could come and talk to me. And don't be ashamed for feeling some type of way mentally. Because I feel like people look at mental health as like, I'm crazy. you crazy. We put this negative stigma on it. Like automatically if somebody thinks that you're crazy. It seems like it means like, oh, you don't know what you're talking about. Or you dumb. Or you confused. Or you don't. That has nothing to do with right. it. Like just like you could be sick in your heart. You can have, you know, issues with your right. mind. And I don't think that people take the time to realize like, yo, we need to also you know, get educated on that and actually, like, get healing for our minds as well. You know what's crazy? Like, I told you that my son, his, his, his family, is, his father's side of the family is um, definitely um, involved in his life. But I feel like my son definitely has daddy issues. And okay. because his father wasn't the type to be like, let's, ex let's talk about our feelings. Let's talk about this. It was, like, it was more like, Okay. And then y'all was young too. So he was young. So, yeah. And then my, my son was the first of his father's children. Right. So I feel like my son definitely has some daddy issues. Even though his family was very active, he has his his direct relationship with his dad, I think, is a little strange. 
and I feel like I try to talk to him. I, I feel like his actions has a lot to do with it. And I try to his father's him. actions has a lot to no, do with it. No, my son's actions has a lot to do with his relationship with his dad. Okay. And I feel like I talk to him about like, you know, like I think you should try to talk to somebody. And it's okay to talk to somebody. And so I ask him, like, would you be willing to go to therapy? Would you be willing to, you know, speak to a professional? Because it, it, or it them two could even go together. together. I don't think his dad would, but I, I want to yeah. normalize him knowing that it's okay for black people to talk to people about Yeah, because I don't and, think it's normalized in our community. It's not. And to deal with therapists, especially being a mom, looking at my son, and he, he's a young black male about to go into this world on his own. You need to be able to discuss how you feel with somebody. Yeah, because we, we don't get that opportunity. And then... You would think that we would go to therapy more because we are the oppressed people. Child. We go through so the trauma is real Girl, with us. So you would think real. that we would yeah, take the time to do that. A lot of issues. A lot. And you have, I hate to say this, the clear people go to therapy for homework. I was in um school Fish. with a girl who told me that. Oh, I they had to go to therapy because they was giving me so much homework. Therapy for homework. And I, I said, crying. What? Do you know that? Somebody just got killed. Yeah, I just seen somebody get. Of oppression, okay? Listen, Bridges is only sixty-six years old. Okay, and if you don't know mm. what Bridges is, I want to Google it. Talk about it. Google it. Listen, listen. Issues, and we don't go see anybody for it. All right, so let's kind of wrap up this episode. And you know, I want to know what's your food for thought for this episode. My food for thought is normalized therapy. Oh, okay. Normalized therapy. Normalized getting getting help for any type of feelings that you're having going on mentally physically emotionally yep definitely what's your food for thought i would say my food for thought is that your child is yours there's no handbook there's no right way or wrong way to being a parent i agree and i feel like that's your child and you won't work your child never and you raise your child don't let nobody tell you how to raise your child you raise your child the Mm. best way you know how yeah it's trial and error i think just do the best that you can right and normalize giving therapy you know or talking about therapy with your children okay definitely yes so like we're wrapping up episode 17 on giving it how we did the podcast and we out we out